Thank you for joining us for this week's message from the First Christian Church in Great Bend, Kansas. Each week we share thought-provoking and life-changing teachings on topics that are important and relevant to you in your life. We hope that you will be encouraged by our weekly podcast and will tune in regularly. Now let's join the First Christian Church of Great Bend for this week's message. Today we are starting a very important sermon series called On Earth as it is in Heaven. And what we're going to be doing in this particular series is exploring what we mean when we proclaim at Great Bend First Christian Church, our vision is to bring heaven to earth in all that we do. Our vision or our God-given purpose is to bring heaven to earth in all we do. And all because not only will this series help us as a congregation continue to become the church that God is calling us to be, which is absolutely revolutionary, but also because bringing heaven to earth is what it looks like for you and I to live our lives as followers of Jesus every single day. I mean, this is life-changing stuff here if you don't know if it's not foundational for you. So, the easiest way for me to teach you about what we mean when we say bringing heaven to earth is to turn to the Lord's Prayer. And all because what you will discover by examining the first part of this foundational prayer is that bringing heaven to earth is actually the very same thing that Jesus taught us not only to pray for, but to live as his disciples. So, as you know, the prayer begins. Our Father in heaven, holy is your name. Our Father in heaven, holy is your name. Or a bit more traditionally put, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Now, what I want you to notice in the opening line of this prayer is the location of God, or, or where it is this prayer tells us God resides. Our Father in heaven, or our Father who art in heaven. Because according to this prayer, the place that God resides is in heaven. But before you go jumping into conclusions about what you think you know about this place where God resides, and that heaven is somewhere up there, you know, with pearly gates and streets of gold and all that kind of stuff, let me remind you, that the Bible actually has very little to say about this existence. Which is something that's made even clearer when you realize that when the Bible does give us a description of heaven, it, it probably shouldn't be taken literally. But instead as a metaphor or, or a symbol, describing a reality that is so far beyond us, we don't have the words or the concepts to make sense of all. Or the truth is, heaven is bigger than what we can make sense of. Heaven is bigger than these concepts, these ideas that we have in our minds. So what the Bible says just points beyond those words to this reality we're trying to think about. So with that being said, the best way that I know how to make sense of heaven is not to think of some place, you know, up there, streets of gold, angels, and all that kind of stuff. But instead is to imagine an existence where God's rule and God's will are total and complete. Or, or a place where God's leadership and God's way are in control. Or, or just imagine something drastically different than what we know. And that instead of a world where sin, evil, and death run rampant, causing all sorts of horrible things, imagine an existence where everything is as it's supposed to be. Because God is in charge. 
Well, that, my friends, regardless of what we can know for sure about the details of heaven, is really all we need to know about God's domain. And that heaven is a place or an existence where everything is as it's supposed to be. Again, heaven is a place where everything is as it's supposed to be. And I'll give you kind of a moment to, to, to begin to picture what that looks like in your mind. Now, once you get your mind wrapped around that kind of general understanding of heaven as the place where everything is as it's supposed to be, you are now in the place where you can understand what it is we pray for every single time we say the Lord's Prayer, along with what we mean when we say bringing heaven to earth. So again, the prayer begins, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Or our Father who resides in that place where everything is as it's supposed to be, holy is your name. But then continues, Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And this is the most important part here. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Or notice that what this prayer is all about is for God's kingdom or God's rule to come or God's will and God's way to be done on earth as it is in heaven or on earth as it is in that place where everything is as it's supposed to be. Because what happens when we connect this understanding with heaven, with your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, is we begin to see that what this prayer is actually all about is for earth or this place where God's kingdom has not come and is God and his will is not being done, at least completely, is to become more and more and more like God's domain, or more and more and more like heaven. Which means the Lord's Prayer is all about asking God to take his existence of heaven and make it a reality in the right here and right now. On earth as it is in heaven. On earth as it is in heaven. So do you see it? Or are you starting to see that, that following Jesus is not just about getting into this existence of heaven, but also includes devoting our lives to bringing heaven to earth? Well, I hope you're starting to see it because you don't get the complete picture of what it means to be a Christian without seeing that as well. Now, I know at this point, for some of you, even though what I have just said makes logical sense, you are still a bit confused by the statement, bringing heaven to earth. And the reason for this is probably because of what you have been taught about heaven most of your life. In that heaven can only be a place somewhere up there that we are trying to get into when we die, which means heaven cannot be something that happens in the here and now. Well, to help you work through your confusion, let me show you how much bigger heaven is than just the place that we are supposed to go when we die. So first of all, if you understand heaven to be a place where you will end up when you'll die, then you're absolutely right. Because of course the New Testament in many different ways talks about how as followers of Jesus, our existence does not end with death, but will continue on forever in the presence of God. So please, when I talk about bringing heaven to earth, do not hear this as a denial or trying to take anything away from heaven as an existence beyond this life because clearly there is a place and an existence where we will end up when we die, which is going to be so amazing that we don't have the words to describe it. 
But with that being said, what I'm also trying to get you to see, which is also made very clear in the Lord's Prayer and the rest of the New Testament, which is what many Christians miss, is that heaven is not just a place that we're trying to get into, but it's also an existence that can happen in the here and now, at least metaphorically speaking, as God's kingdom comes and his will is done in our time and place. And all because heaven is not an either or kind of thing in that it's either up there or down here, but instead of kind of both and kind of existence. In that heaven can happen both in the here and now as God's will and God's way are done and after we die as we enter into eternal life. Because ultimately, heaven as the existence where everything is as it's supposed to be happens or becomes present at any time or any place where God's will is being done. And you've got to see it now, right? Or you've got to see how heaven is bigger than just what happens to us when we die. Well, if you're still having a hard time with this, maybe you should think about it in this way. And this stuff is really cool to me. We kind of dig into a little bit here. So, in the ancient Jewish world, the place that the Jewish people believed that heaven and earth came together was in the Holy of Holies at the center of their templar, temple, excuse me, directly above the Ark of the Covenant. Which is why the Jewish people would travel from all over the world to this particular temple to worship their God because they wanted to be close to God and this is how you got close to God. But... According to the New Testament, what we find happening in Jesus is that God's presence or that place where heaven and earth came together was no longer just something that happened at the center of their temple, but was actually something that was happening in the form of a person as God showed up in Jesus. Because in essence, what the incarnation was all about, or in essence, what God becoming human was all about, was heaven or God's will in God's way coming to earth to walk among us in human form. Which means Jesus was literally heaven coming to earth. Then what we find Jesus doing, or what we find happening when heaven came to earth to walk among us, was not just Jesus telling us how to get to heaven, although that's a part of it, but actually coming to teach us how to join him and causing his kingdom to come and his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Or in other words, heaven came to earth in the form of Jesus to teach us how to bring heaven to earth. Come on now, that's, that's profound stuff. If you get that, it changes the way you think about Christianity in amazing ways. But still, if that's not enough to convince you, what makes this even more remarkable is that as we give our lives to Christ, we also become a place where heaven and earth come together. Which happens as the Holy Spirit of the very presence of God takes up residence inside of us. That's right, as Christians or people who have been filled with the very spirit of the living God, we too are those places where heaven comes crashing into earth. Or as 1 Corinthians 3, 16 and 17 explains... Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells within you? 
If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him for God's temple, excuse me, for God's temple is holy and you are that temple. Which again is something that God has done, not just so we can get into heaven, but with something God did so that we can take that heaven that lives inside of us and share it with every single person we know. And I'll give you a moment to ponder the ramifications of all of that. Or I'll give you a moment to kind of wrap your brain around this bigger idea of heaven and what it means to bring heaven to earth. So, what all of that means for every single Christian who has ever lived is that our God-given purpose in life as individuals and as a church is not just to get into heaven, but to also join with God in causing heaven to come crashing into earth. Or in other words, to become the kind of people who don't just pray the Lord's Prayer every single week and forget about it, but to, but to be the kind of people who are devoted to making it a reality right here and right now, which we do not only by believing in Jesus, but by believing in Jesus so much that we devote the entirety of our existence to living as he lived, which is all about bringing heaven to earth. Or that, my friends, is not only what we mean, but why we proclaim at Great Bend First Christian Church, our vision is to bring heaven to earth in all we do. That's right. At Great Bend First Christian Church, our vision is to bring heaven to earth in all we do. Let us pray. Father, we come before you this morning and we're very grateful um, that you have called us as a church to live into this particular mission of bringing heaven to earth and all we do. And now, oh Lord, that we have this vision, that we've been living into this vision, we ask that you would help us to go even deeper. You would help us to understand that as Christians, we're not just to sit around and wait um, to die, to get into heaven, but instead are to be a people who are committed to doing your work every single day by bringing heaven to earth. Or help us to understand, oh Lord, that as Christians, we are called to be your hands and feet. We are called to go out and live this every single day. We are called to be the kind of people who are all about taking this broken and sinful world and helping to heal, restore, and save it. So Lord, help this series um, and this teaching not only... Um, Help us go deeper in you and for the church, but also help it, O oh Lord, to change the way we think about being a Christian every single day. Because ultimately, O oh Lord, what we want is to know your way and to follow your way so that we can be a part of what you're doing in this world. We ask this all in Jesus Christ's name. Amen.
you are invited back next week for another life-changing message from the First Christian Church of Great Bend, Kansas. Please check out our website at www.fccgbk.com. That's fccgbk.com. May you have a blessed week.